welcome everyone to episode number 14 of the VR Pimp Podcast. I am your host, Scotty Velvet, and in this episode, I speak with Daniel Abramovich, who is the CEO at VR Bangers, which just recently became the first site to offer VR porn in 6K. Daniel and I discuss how we got started in the industry and the evolution of their camera rigs that now have them producing that 6K content. We also talk a little bit about their gay and transgender sites, and Daniel gives us a heads up on some new AR stuff that will hopefully be available real soon. And one other thing we discussed is the special VR Bangers World Cup 2018 video with the International BJ Competition. You can check out all of the action on the VR Bangers website, and if you get there before the 16th of July, you can even cast your vote for the championship round, which features Japan and Russia. All right, with that, let's roll tape. Here is my interview with Daniel Abramovich from VR Bangers. Well, the first thing I wanted to ask you, I think if I recall correctly, when I spoke to you a couple of years ago at the AVN show, is that you weren't doing anything related to adult when you first started VR Bangers, right? Yeah, I wasn't doing anything related to adults. Uh, before that, I was a general contractor. Um, I was building high-end homes and uh, high-end restaurants uh, for about 10 years before I got into this. And then I just, you know, had this idea because my friend was telling me that somebody hired his boss to be in one of these uh, VR companies, which apparently was Oculus. And I asked him, what's, what's Oculus? What is that? He said, it's a virtual reality company. I said, what's that? And he kept telling me that they, these are, you know, some kind of glasses that you put on your, your, your face and your eyes, and then you're transported into a different reality. So the first thing that came into my head was, wouldn't it be cool to make, you know, VR porn? And he actually said that, you know, it's probably going to be impossible, but we actually did it. You know, we, we went through all the steps and all the hassle and uh, all the trial and error. And, you know, we did something new. So how far into that process when you got the idea to when you just sort of said, all right, I'm all in on this and just sort of went for it? We were kind of working still in our day jobs. And then at nighttime, we, we kept trying to figure out even the adult industry itself because it was all new to us. So we had to figure out like where to get the talent, um, how that was like my business part. And then my, my partner, which is the technical part, he was trying to figure out how to, you know, make it all work, make VR, how to film VR, like all that stuff. And then when we kind of got into it, we built our website. We launched it at uh, AVN. And it kind of started growing because people were waiting for us. They saw that we re released the website, we took it down, we released it, we took it down because we were just like working on it and everybody was waiting for it. And when, when it came out, people were like amazed, you know, it was one cool thing and nobody had done before. I mean, there were a few other companies, but everybody had done it in a different way. So. As soon as we saw that there's potential in it and it kind of started growing, people started signing up. That's when we understood that, you know, we're gonna, probably going to continue doing this and we'll make it grow even bigger. Yeah, one of the earliest memories I have is that I saw in the news that uh, VR bangers had a plan to put the VR headsets in Las Vegas hotels. Is that still something you guys are working on? 
Uh, yes, it is something that's still uh, that we're still working on, but it's a more complicated challenge, um, apparently, that we thought it would be. Um, we we met with the with some of the hotel owners. Actually, it was um, you know the Hard Rock Cafe, uh, the Hard Rock Hotel, and uh, they liked the product. They liked um, what they saw. They wanted even to you know test it out in one of their hotel rooms. But their biggest um, holdback was that they didn't want only adult on the headset. So what we're doing now is we're, you know, we're coming back. We're going to be launching a different platform, which will have a lot of like mainstream stuff on it uh, that we'll be, you know, licensing from other companies. And then as an option, there will be adults on the headset. So you know that's a, a bigger project it's a bigger challenge we need to figure out uh, what experiences we will put you know for the mainstream so that kids can watch it and adults and as an option like i said it, there's going to be the vr banger stuff on it as well that sounds interesting you know another thing i remember is uh, from avn was the uh, seeing your camera set up at the show you had the the lenses planted in the eye sockets of like a silicone head are you still mm-hmm. using that rick no you know what there was a the time where we actually tested different rigs like every month we would try out new rigs we would build something new and then uh, we would see the feedback that comes from all our customers and every time there was there was something either like scale was uh, was too large or uh, you know the sound wasn't that good so now we went back and made another rig that we finally are happy with and i think our customers as well that's given us you know 6k quality and awesome sound and uh you know everybody's loving it so we're gonna stick to that one we're not gonna stick to the head rig anymore (laughs) do you even know how many different rigs you went through to get to where you're at now I think we've been about like 10 rigs. Wow. That's a lot of investments here. Yeah. Now, do you have, if you're shooting 6K, do you have some sort of secret access to this advanced camera systems that your competitors don't have? Um, no, I think it's just a trial and error pretty much. There's a bunch of um, you know new cameras, new lenses that people are trying out. And we have our own uh, like uh, research and development team here in the office that uh, you know constantly is looking for some better rigs, better quality, and we just found that um, it's also about you know the post production. Uh, there's a lot of things involved in post production that you got to do in order to make it work, and that was kind of a challenge for us. But my partner actually figured it out, and now it's. Uh, I think we're the first. We're actually the first ones to have 6K virtual reality porn in the world. Yeah, how long? How long do you think it'll be before everybody's shooting 6K? It probably doesn't last very long. Yeah, I mean, we were at 4K, and then everybody kind of upgraded to 5K. Uh, when they upgraded, we uh, we were actually trying to get the 6K working, but there wasn't a lot of headsets there were like phones don't support 6k so 6k is still uh, a feature that not everybody can enjoy i mean it's uh, uh it only works on the the highest resolution headsets like the oculus and htc so uh it's a matter of time that everybody catches up but we like to be the first are you also shooting in 6k for your vrb trans and your vrb gay sites yes we are 
And how how are those sites going for you? Have you found that there's more interested in one site or the over the other? Because I don't know. It seems to me like you have more scenes on the trans transgender site. Uh, yeah, honestly, to us, we noticed that um, the transsexual uh, site was more popular than the gay one. We don't know the exact reason, but uh, I mean, one of the reasons is that transsexual is still uh, kind of like for the straight market. Um, gay is a market of its own, and uh, it's not uh, growing as fast as this trade is. I think it, it's pretty much in in the entire industry, not only for VR. Now, for I think you're releasing about one scene a week on the trans site, which is faster than than the other transgender sites, and then I think a little less than that for your gay site, and then of course for the VR Bangers main site, you you're at two scenes per week. Do you have any plans to change that, or you see it kind of going forward at that same rate? I think uh, at the moment, the same rate. Um, to be honest, like it's really, really, really hard to find uh, transsexual performers, uh, just because you know in the straight market, it's it's easy. There's a bunch of agencies where you, you just like call them, and and they have a website, so you just go there and pick any girl you want. Uh, when it comes to transsexual. Um, you gotta like find them out through social media and uh, through websites, through like you know different kind of uh, sections. So it's not that there's like an agency in the straight market. Uh, gay market is easier. They they do have agencies, um, but a lot of, of the good models, for example, are all exclusive. So uh, you gotta work with someone professional with people once in a while, which is not a great thing. Yeah. Well, one thing I really like about you guys is that you keep things pretty interesting with your variety. You have a, a really good mix of videos, including some cosplay stuff and some reverse gangbangs. And of course, one of your most recent scenes is the World Cup 2018 blowjob video. I see Japan is now in the final against Russia. Is it, is there another World Cup scene coming our way soon, or was that sort of a one-off? Uh, no, we actually, that was a a great thing that we, we decided to do. My my partner is a real big fan in, uh, in soccer. So we decided to do something interactive with the, with the members and with the people that you know visit our website. And we do plan, we do plan to do something like that maybe for the, for the European League. That sounds cool. Yeah. You know, another thing I like that you guys do well is the diversity of your talent. You really have a good mix of young and mature girls and then girls from different ethnicities. I often wonder if you guys are shooting your videos in different parts of the world to get such a good mix of girls. Is that something you do, or is that just the fact that you focus on working with, with really such a different group of girls? Uh, I mean, we always want to add that diversity, a lot of you know different kind of looking girls so that every customer can enjoy uh, our videos. But we used to shoot um, in Europe before, but we stopped that about a year ago just because we think that the American girls are, you know, when it comes to the acting part and saying their speech in English, it just comes out better from them, you know, versus the European girls that have a lot of struggle or some of them don't even understand English. So, and VR is a very intimate thing. So when a person is watching you know, they want to hear like a lot of talking, a lot of intimacy, a lot of whispering in the ear. And this is where we decided just to like stop shooting in Europe and just only continue in the U.S. 
Are you actively there on set when you're when you're filming or you stay away from that side of it? Um, I used to be always actively on set um, and then we hired some, you know, in-house producers and uh, videographers. Now I taught them what I went through and they're actually on set and they're doing a great job, actually, even better than me sometimes. So what role do you play now other than uh, doing podcast interviews? (laughs) I mean, uh, we have a big office in L.A. We have uh, over 25 people working for us. So it's a lot of uh, management, a lot of um, everyday, like making sure that we're coming up with great marketing tactics and even like this World Cup page. It's it, it takes a lot of time to do something like that. You know, you got to shoot it, you got to build a page, you got to do a lot of uh, planning before you do something like that. So that's something that I'm doing right now in podcasting, of course. <laughs> well, how about your VRB player app? Are you doing any further developments with that? Yeah, that's always in development. We're always uh, making new updates. We're always adding new features to it so that you know if somebody says hey uh, why is the scale so big like in the vr app in the vrb app you can actually you know uh, change your scale you can tilt the the side uh, there's a lot of cool features that you can do so that everybody enjoys our videos you know now that we're a few years into this business do you how do you see the relationship with the other vr porn sites is it becoming more competitive or are you still sort of you know in the beginning everybody was kind of working together to try to make everything a success is that still kind of the attitude um honestly we are always working together with a lot of our uh competitors we're all friends and uh you know we just uh share our members and uh come up with some new plans uh, to do together so it's I like the industry. I like that it's not as big. And this is what allows us to work together because we're always trying to push something. And we're always actually pushing each other. So if somebody says like, oh, I have 5K, and then that makes me want to do 6K, you know? And when I do 6K, somebody else will do 8K. And this is, it's kind of a race between the companies as well, but it's great. Yeah. There's not as much uh, companies as there were before. I mean, there might be, you know, 30 and then, uh, six or seven of them are, you know, the top ones. And then the other ones are kind of like melting down at the moment. So they stop releasing scenes. So, yeah, that's pretty much how I see the industry right now. What do you find the biggest challenge now at this point compared to maybe what it was in the beginning, probably with the cameras and things like that? What's become the biggest challenge at this point? I think... The biggest challenge we went through, that was the camera, the setup, all that stuff. And now it's becoming into like maybe niches. People want to see different niches um, because they're getting bored of all the companies shooting the exact same thing. I mean, different girls, but if it's the same room or it's the same place. So it's becoming into a a bigger industry and there's a lot of videos uh, more than there was before. So I would say the challenge would be how to make the customers even more happier, um, either with quality or sound or things like that. And then when it comes to the scenes, also be creative on that. So is it safe to say at this point that you're not going to go back to building luxury homes? 
<laughs> Probably not. No. <laughs> well, that's good. I think I ruined my reputation for uh, <laughs> all those people that wanted to build a home with me. <laughs> yeah, you better stick to adult now. Yeah, exactly. Well, I think uh, that just about covers it, Daniel, unless you had something else you wanted to talk about. No, I think that's about it. If you have any other questions. Any big scenes coming out? Any more uh, exciting stuff like your uh, World Cup videos? Any crazy stuff like that? I mean, we're, we're planning on AR, to be honest. I know it's VR has kind of uh, slowed down in, in the talks. Before it was all about VR, VR, VR. Now it's uh, a lot of companies are talking about AR and how AR will work. So we've actually tested AR. We've actually even shot a few AR scenes, but we're not sure if it's uh, still the future or not. Maybe I think to me, VR is still uh, a nicer and cooler thing than AR. But uh, maybe soon I'll, we'll release a demo for our customers just to download and check it out and give us their feedback. Yeah, that sounds interesting. I know uh, a couple of other sites have been talking about AR as well, so it'll be interesting to see what you guys have there. Yeah, I want to I want to hear the feedback from customers. That would be the interesting thing. Well, I I enjoy your content. You know what you have now, so thanks for that, and I look forward to more great stuff from you guys. And uh, thanks a lot for talking with me. I really appreciate it, Daniel. Thank you, Scott. And thanks again to Daniel for taking the time to talk with me. It's pretty impressive when you hear about how he started VR Bangers with no prior experience in the industry. And now here he is today with a successful VR porn site and the very first one to offer 6K videos. I also appreciate the fact that VR Bangers has always produced a really good variety of scenes with a diverse group of models. And as Daniel said in the interview, it's becoming quite a challenge to keep customers satisfied with fresh content. But I think they're doing an excellent job of that, and it'll be interesting to see where they go from here, especially when it comes to the new AR project that Daniel mentioned. And just a reminder, you have until July 16th to cast your vote for the winner of the VR Bangers World Cup 2018 BJ competition. I will add a link to that scene here in the show notes for the podcast. All right, I think that will do it for this episode of the VR Pimp Podcast. I thank you for listening, and until next time, this is Scotty Velvet, signing off. <laughs>